The sponsor for The Shepherd's Crook for the month of February is the Banner of Truth Trust. The Banner of Truth is a Christian organization which promotes books, organizes conferences, and publishes a monthly magazine. The objective of the banner is the promotion, advancement, and dissemination of a better knowledge and understanding of the history and the doctrines of the true biblical Christian faith. We seek to inform, encourage, strengthen, and equip ordinary Christians and have a particular concern for ministers and pastors and those who are training for the ministry. We also seek to produce material that's evangelistic and in God's providence may be used as a means to bring people to repentance and faith in Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord. To read more about their history and mission, you can go and visit thebanneroftruth.org. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This is episode 81. Today, I'm going to do a follow-up to the podcast I did last week and answer a couple questions that I received in response to that episode. So we're going to talk about the place of excellence. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this morning. Just ask that this would be helpful to anybody who had questions based on last week's episode, and then for anybody who hasn't even heard that, I pray that I would be clear enough that they'd be able to understand what I'm talking about. Guide my words. I trust you will. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, before we get started, just want to remind you of a couple things. Number one, the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Jordan and Lexi have been putting out some great episodes on the Fruitful and Fearless podcast and just want to encourage you to talk to your wives about it and send them over there. And then yourself, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to, it's very, very good. It's primarily for pastors' wives and all women in general, but I found it helpful and I think anybody who listens to it will as well. Secondly, the Shepherd's Creek Intensive is coming up. You've been hearing me talk about it and blast stuff out on social media, but it's only $175, and it's in Eminence, Missouri, May 5th through the 7th, 50-mile canoe trip, pastors hanging out, talking about pastoral ministry. The theme this year is the manly pastor. How does masculinity come to bear in pastoral ministry? Why is it that God has called men only to be pastors? We're going to talk about that. So I want you to please consider that. The third thing is the giveaway. The giveaway is still going on through the month of February. It's Banner of Truth, and it's a great set. I've got this set, the John Bunyan Complete Works, right on my shelf behind me. It's three volumes, beautiful bindings. It's going to last for your lifetime, and you'll be able to pass it on to your kids, grandkids, young pastor out there, whoever. It's just a great book set. So go sign up and make sure and go check out Banner of Truth and buy a bunch of books from them. Okay, The Place of Excellence. Last week, I talked about how the church is not a business, and we started off with a quote from Eugene Peterson, and I had a few people respond and say, okay, what is the place of excellence? Because excellence is standardized language, especially in the attractional church world, for what we do on Sunday mornings when we gather. It's, we want to do excellent things, and we want to do it excellently, and we don't want to be sloppy in anything that we do, especially things we're doing for the Lord, and so there's, I just want to answer a couple of the questions that I got about that, and uh, hopefully you'll catch on if you didn't hear last week's episode. So excellence is, is usually used to uh, talk about a Sunday morning gathering, and I want to guard against Sunday morning gatherings, as stated last week. I want to guard against Sunday morning gatherings being a packaged performance that can be rehearsed uh, through the week. And I want to guard against that because that's not what we're doing on Sunday morning. We are not presenting 
a package deal to a group of consumers. The Sunday morning gatherings are not for unbelievers. They're for the glory of God and the edification of the saints. And so the, the thing I want to ask about excellence is, is excellence at what? Because we are to be excellent in doing excellent things. And we'll get we'll come around at the, the back end of this and undefining what things we should be doing. But the question that I come that, that comes to my mind is excellent at what? What are we being excellent at? Because we can be excellent at all sorts of things that don't honor the Lord. And we're not to be excellent at whatever we want to be excellent at. So we're just not free to do whatever we want and do it in an excellent manner. And just because we're doing something in an excellent manner, it justifies itself. So we're not free to be excellent at drawing attention to the church product called a service. We are not free to do that. That's a wrong thing to do excellently. Also, we're not free to be excellent at self-exaltation or organizational exaltation. Often, the word excellence is a defense for self-exaltation or organizational exaltation. And that is wrong. It's a violation of Matthew chapter 6. For instance, it's the equivalent of standing on the street corner and calling attention to yourself through your prayers. Well, those may be excellent prayers by the Pharisees standing on the street corner, but they're not godly and they don't honor the Lord. We are not free to pray excellent prayers on the street corner, and we're not free to do an excellent church service that brings glory to ourselves or to the organization. Why? Well, because when we gather, we are gathered to glorify God and encourage the saints, not entertain the lost through worldly means. Sunday mornings are not about evangelism. Let me say that again. Sunday mornings are not about evangelism. We are not putting together a product for non-believers. That's not what church on Sunday morning is. That's not what the Lord's Day gathering is to be about. There's arguments that have been going back over the, I don't know, the last 20 or 30 years or so about what the Sunday morning is. Is it primarily evangelism? Is it for the lost? Or is it for Christians? And just by default, it's for Christians. That we That's the Lord's people. It's God's people who gather on the Lord's Day. It's not for non-believers. We invite non-believers in to Christian worship. But we're not putting together a product for non-Christians to come and consume and consider. Therefore, excellence has to be filtered. And one good filter that I've found is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. Here's what it says. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Whatever we do, we are to do to the glory of God. Sunday mornings are about the glory of God. Our work through the week, from Monday through Friday is to the glory of God. Our work at home, our life with our family, our life with our friends and neighbors, it's all to the glory of God. The question we have to be asking about Sunday morning is not, are we doing this excellently, but is this honoring of God? Am I glorifying God in this? Because our gatherings, like everything else, should be done to the glory of God. So is this for the glory of God and the edification of the saints, or is it not? Let me state it again. Sunday mornings are not for unbelievers. We are inviting them into the Lord's Day gatherings. So we don't make Sunday mornings for them. So where does evangelism take place? Well, we are equipping them on Sunday mornings. We are equipping Christians to go out and do the work of evangelism. Look at Acts chapter 5. The people in Acts chapter 5 who are non-believers did not even dare come to the church gatherings. They wouldn't dare join them. You can just read it yourself, Acts chapter 5. I don't have the text in front of me just because I just thought about this. But where people were becoming Christians was in the streets. They were not becoming Christians on the, at church services. They wouldn't even dare, non-believers would not even dare, it says they wouldn't even dare join them. 
And so we've got it all twisted when we think about Christians going out and just inviting people to church on Sunday mornings. No, we're being equipped on Sunday mornings to go out and evangelize the lost as missionaries. So with all that said, we are to do all we do for God's glory, and we should do it in an excellent manner. But we should do the right things in the excellent manner. Here are a few things that we have to do excellently that honor and glorify God. We have to keep up to date with all legal documents for our nonprofit organization. Because according to Romans chapter 13, we are to all honor the laws of the land unless we are asked to sin. Songs should be practiced. The song leaders and the worship pastor, if you have one, our church, we have a worship pastor, Andy, my co-pastor. And if they are not practicing, if they're not doing their songs in an excellent manner, the congregation is going to be thrown off and they're not going to be invited into corporate worship. Because the singing that's on Sunday morning is not about anybody doing anything on the stage. It's about the people on stage inviting the congregation into congregational singing. This has implications, by the way, about the room on Sunday mornings. If the lights are dim and the stage is lit up, you're inviting people into a performance style of quote-unquote worship. That's not what we're doing. We are not trying to mimic a theatrical performance. We are inviting people the congregation into singing, and that's what the worship band and the team should be doing anyways. So if they're not practiced, and if they're not doing it in an excellent manner, the congregation is not going to be welcomed into singing. So it should be done in an excellent way. The preacher should be prepared, and he should be prepared to preach in an excellent manner, because he's doing this for the glory of God. And if he's not prepared, and he gets up there and fumbles around, and doesn't know what he's preaching, and doesn't know the text, and people can clearly see, hmm, well, he didn't do a lot of study this week. Well, then he's not honoring God in what he's doing. It's dishonoring of God, and it's not equipping the saints for the work of ministry. Ushers and greeters, they should know when and what they're doing. And, and children's church workers should all be prepared, know their lessons, and be ready to honor God as they gather together, work in the nursery, and teach the children. These are things that should be clear. We should be honoring God and doing it in an excellent manner. So the question about excellence, it all comes back to this. Are we doing the right things that glorify and honor God with the right understanding of what Sunday morning worship is, and are we doing it to the glory of God? And if we are doing that, we'll be doing things in an excellent manner. On the flip side, if we view Sunday morning as primarily evangelism and a performance package to put together, a religious goods and services that have customers who come and then test the waters to see if they like it or not, well then, we can call what we're doing excellent all we want, but it's not excellent things. It's not the right things. We're being excellent at things that are actually dishonoring to God. And so that's got to be the question. Are we viewing Sunday morning the right way? And is this excellent thing that I'm doing actually glorifying God or not? And if it's not, we should quit doing it and do the right things, do excellent things in an excellent manner to the glory of God. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.